Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Mashiach will banish all pain. Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim. I never will leave you again. Ado.
gotten into that song recently.
trying to see how old that selection is. I have gotten into this song uh, recently. I guess, maybe because of the uh, because of the uh, Hollander Shani engagement. That's possible. Uh, we'll dedicate that to the brand new couple, engaged couple. Od Shama done by Yerachmiel here at JM in the AM. Before that, Lipa with Hang Up the Phone from Lipa Faith, a.k.a. Pella, had Ba'u and a great rendition of Ba'u, I might add. Joe Amar tribute done by Ohad on Hask 25. Yosef Karduner had a Don Alum off of Dibur Pashut. Dudu Fishers, Me'al Piskat Harot Sofim off the CD entitled Yerushalayim and Regesh. Modani opening things up as we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this June 5th, day 27 in the month of Sivan, the year 5773. Tufshin Ayan Gimel, 56 degrees, 56% humidity. Don't worry, the winds are not at 56 miles an hour. Partly, <laughs> partly cloudy with a high temperature of 74 tonight. I shouldn't laugh. Because there are places, as we know, that recently have gotten uh, winds at 56 miles per hour and much more, and who are suffering the after effects of some really bad uh, tornadoes and other types of weather episodes. Partly cloudy, a high 74. Partly cloudy tonight, low 58. Mostly cloudy for tomorrow. High temperature of 70. Jerusalem at 81. Tel Aviv at 77. Haifa at 79. A lot at 93 degrees. We're at 56 here on a Jersey City. Wednesday at JM in the AM. Well, later on, we'll check in with our uh, our information source at Mayanot High School for Girls. I mentioned both last week and this week that uh, there's a unique group of uh, young ladies that has competed in and has advanced in an amazing competition, a science competition. And their teacher is going to join us 8 o'clock this morning right here at JM in the AM. We'll also talk about the FD Now dinner, which is happening tomorrow night out on Long Island. Still time for people to make reservations. We'll explain what that rare disease is all about. And the NYPD and Hatsala are slated for another big softball game. The big softball challenge at MCU Park in Brooklyn. It is less than a month away, believe it or not, because, I don't know, they decided to do it really early this summer. So it's less than a month away. We'll speak with uh, one of the representatives and hopefully give away some tickets and uh, find out all the details about the game coming up. So it's a fun night. And um, we are looking forward to it at the beginning of July. J.M. in the A.M. at 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. We say good morning. Here's Yaakov Shweki. Please, no more, no more. Old and long. 
החוב ולבן זה צבע שלי כחוב ולבן צבעי אדמתי כחוב ולבן כחוב ולבן זה צבע שלי כל ימי לעולם
done by Shua Kessin. Sherwood Goffin and Kachov Lavan. Although after our discussion earlier this week with Dr. Sturman, maybe we should say, maybe we should say Tchelet V'Lavan. Mendy Wurzberger and Colesman. You heard Shalshelas and Baruch Haba and off of the Yaakov Shweki brand new Live in Nokia double album. You heard Cry No More. It's Wednesday, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Please keep in mind Rifka Bas Miriam Liba for a Fush Lema. Please keep in mind Rifka Bas Miriam Liba for a Fush Lema. Of course, your help is greatly appreciated. J.M. the AM. Reminder, our stream goes all day long with amazing programming, especially Wednesday when we're able to feature a brand new music Z-Report Live Lunch. Jesse Zweig hosts the Z-Report Live Lunch at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream. JMTheAM.org includes a whole bunch of brand new music, concert information, etc., etc. We, In fact, the brand new Chevra CD debuted on the Z-Report Live Lunch, like so much material does each week Wednesday at 12 noon, so make sure to check it out. 
Khalid Sal in the background to our news from Israel coming up. Special guests on the way, including a representative of the NYPD Hatzalah softball game, which is happening in early July. We're expecting a representative of FD now regarding tomorrow night's dinner. And Mayanot High School gets kudos. We'll explain why in the 8 o'clock hour. Khalid Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to Jamin. That's pretty Unbelievable. השופט ניסים ישעיה אמור היה להיות מועמדו של ראש הממשלה ויושב ראש הליכוד בנימין נתניהו לאב בית הדין של התנועה תפקיד אותו הוא היה אמור לקבל בתום ועידת הליכוד שאמורה להתכנס עד סוף חודש יוני בליכוד מסרו הבוקר אם אכן הדברים של ישעיה נאמרו הרי שהוא אינו ראוי לכהן בשום תפקיד בבית הדין חשד דלי תאונת פגע וברח ביפו, כתבתנו אלי יוכנברג. הולך רגל כבן 80 נהרג היום בצהריים מפגיעת כלי רכב כבד ברחוב נועם ביפו. צוות מד"א שהוזעק למקום התאונה קבע את מותו בזירה. המשטרה מחפשת כעת אחר הנהג הפוגע שברח מזירת האירוע. באזור חמת גדר משתוללת שריפת קוצים גדולה ואתר התיירות שבמקום פונה מאורחים בשל קרבת האש. כתבנו בצפון גיא ורון מדווח שכוחות כיבוי בסיוע מטוסים מנסים להשתלט על הלהבות. שר הרווחה מאיר כהן מבטיח להעביר תוספת לטובת ילדים שהותקפו מינית. הוא שוחח עם יעל דן. ביקשנו והתעקשנו בתקציב הנוכחי כאשר הוקצו לנו עוד 11 מיליון. אנחנו מדברים על כך שנוכל להקים מיידית 19 מרכזים כאלה. היום יש רק שלושה. וחבל שעד היום מסתבר שאנחנו מוציאים כל כך הרבה כסף על דברים שהם שוליים, שזה לב העניין. בימים האחרונים פורסם שכמעט שלושת רבעי מהילדים שהותקפו מינית לא מטופלים. התחזית מחר נאה עם עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות ולסיום רכבת ישראל מתגברת את תנועת הרכבות לנתניה, פתח תקווה וירושלים לקראת משחקי אליפות אירופה לנבחרות צעירות שיפתחו הערב בארץ. כתבתנו יובל אקרמן מוסרת שבמשחק הפתיחה התמודדו ישראל ונורבגיה והקהל נקרא להקדים את הגעתו ולהשתמש בשירותי ההסעות של ההתאחדות ובתחבורה הציבורית. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. Oh, hey. 
ששואל את עצמי, מי אני? אני קצת ספרדי, קצת אשכנזי, קצת ישראלי, טיפ-טיפה גלותי. אני אולי דתי, ואולי חילוני, אבל ביני לביני, אני יהודי, וזה יפודי. לא טוב יותר מאחר, לא רע יותר, פשוט יהודי. לפעמים חייל, לפעמים... version of Ani Yehudi has uh, close to half a million uh, hits on YouTube. Unbelievable. Spoke to Lenny Solomon yesterday. He's traveling in the United States and continues to um, raise money to finance the uh, Broadway play, or what eventually will be a Broadway play of Daniel. And he is plowing away. Unbelievable. We'll see if we can get a word with him at uh, some point in the next week before he heads back to the Holy Land. Before that, you heard Amram Adar here at JM in the AM. That's Bowie Vishalom, or Bowie Kala, rather, off of the CD uh, Baruch Hashem. 13 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning. 56 degrees, partly cloudy. 
High temperature of 74. Great day on our stream at jmtheam.org, including Yossi's Wag and the uh, Z-Report live lunch with plenty of brand new music. Don't forget we have a brand new Android app. We have a brand new Android app. You can install it. Go to the uh, homepage at nachumsegel.com. Bottom left, you'll see uh, instructions how to install it. Be able to listen to JMAM no matter where you are, no matter what phone you have. It's the greatest. Also, the uh, network app is available as well as a um, in your iPhone. If you go to the uh, App Store in your iPhone, uh, search Nachum Siegel Network. You'll have archives of everything that we present on the stream at jmnam.org. And we are glad to do it. Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Please like that page. Please like the page. <laughs> Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. <laughs> and on the Twitter, uh, at Tall Jewish Radio or at Nachum Siegel Net. You know, pick and choose whatever you want. We try to get everything up uh, in all the... Um, in all these social media platforms as possible. By the way, and, and one of the things that I saw tweeted out by our staff yesterday was a gallery of photos from the uh, from the Celebrate Israel Parade. So look for that in our Twitter feed. And uh, you can see a whole bunch of pictures uh, from that webcast on Sunday, which had us on the west side of Fifth Avenue celebrating Israel. It was really, really cool. Partly cloudy, high 74, quarter after 7, JM in the AM Wednesday. Uh, more coming up between now and 9 AM. Don't forget, tomorrow, Dr. Rich Roberts, he made quite an impression here at JM in the AM during his first visit. Quite an impression. He returns tomorrow right here at JM in the AM.
Everybody uh, out there, if you please keep in mind, uh, Chaim Ben Sara for Rafur Shlema. Chaim Ben Sara for Rafur Shlema. Also, please keep in mind, Rifka Bas Miriam Liba for Rafur Shlema. Rifka Bas Miriam Liba for Rafur Shlema. Your help is greatly appreciated. That was Baruch Levine, Chasana Torah, Wednesday, 21 minutes after 7 o'clock. We continue with the Shlemy Dax Orchestra, JM in the AM.
Slimy Dax and Company off of the Dance All Night CD. Wednesday morning on June the 5th, the 27th of Sivan. Good morning, all. Baruch Levine had Hassan Torah. 56 degrees, partly cloudy, high 74. 
Yushalayim's at 81. We're at 56 here in Jersey City. Great programming all day long on our stream at jmnam.org, including Yossi Zweig in the Z-Report Live Lunch at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream. Great brand new music, and I mean great. Superior, superb, amazing. Great brand new music on the stream with Yossi Zweig uh, coming up at 12 noon Eastern time. Uh, we'll check in with our friends from Maya Note. As we mentioned last week, they deserve kudos for an amazing accomplishment in the world of science. We'll explain all that coming up. We are expecting a representative of Hatzalah to be in here any minute to talk about the uh, July 2nd softball game against the NYPD. Hopefully that will happen. Also, we'll check out the uh, information regarding the FD Now dinner that's happening tomorrow night on Long Island. I was there last year. It's an amazing event. It really is an amazing event. Uh, they have taken this uh, dreadful disease, and they've turned the cause into uh, really an amazing show of unity um, from so many people in our community to try and beat the disease, FD. We'll explain all of that coming up here at JM and the AM. 29 minutes after 7 o'clock. Uh, reminder, our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel on Twitter at Told Jewish Radio or at Nahum Siegel Net. Check it out and enjoy. Oh, and tomorrow, don't forget, tomorrow, his visit made quite an impact the first time he was here. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Dr. Rich Roberts... Dr. Rich Roberts returns to JM the AM tomorrow morning in the 8 o'clock hour. Should be very interesting. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Shmira Salashun. We learned that in the future, all the animals will gather together and challenge the Nachash, the serpent. They will say to him, The lion and the wolf, they eat their prey. But what kind of pleasure do you have? You inject a person with your venom and kill him. The Nachash will answer, What pleasure does man have when he speaks Lashon Hara with his evil tongue and hurts his victim? This fascinating dialogue can be understood on a deeper level with an insight from the weekly daf. When the serpent tempted Chava to eat from the Eitz Hadas, the tree of knowledge, it was cursed. Upon your belly you shall go, dust you shall eat all the days of your life. Man will pound your head, and you will bite his heel. We learn in Masech Soita that when the serpent was first created, it walked upright on legs. When the serpent was cursed, however, he was lowered and lost his dignified posture and bearing. Now that the serpent lacks the ability to raise himself to man's height, he tries to bring man down to his level by injecting venom into the hill of his human rival. The serpent explains to the other beasts that he is actually acting no differently than any man who speaks evil. The person who speaks Lashon Hara is envious of his neighbor. Instead of struggling to raise himself up, to his rival's level. He wants to bring his rival down by speaking ill of him, as the serpent does by injecting venom into his heel. A bocher in the yeshiva of Rabbi Meir Shapir of Lublin came up with a beautiful chiddish, a novel interpretation in Torah, and he repeated it to a group of students who had gathered. They all had great enjoyment. Then one of the guys called out, 
That's a beferish malbim. It's not such a chiddush at all. I saw it written in the malbim. Rav Meir Shapiro overheard it, and he says, it's not a malbim, it's a malbin. One who embarrasses and shames his friend in public. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. You probably didn't know there was a first part to that song, huh? Well, Maisha Deitch knew because uh, Maisha Deitch is the coordinator of the NYPD Hatzala softball game coming up on July the 2nd. Can you imagine? It is less than one month away. It happens at MCU Park in uh, Brooklyn, New York. We know it as a key span park at one time, now known as MCU Park, home of the Brooklyn Cyclones. Maisha told me on the telephone that this event was planned months and months ago. So uh, for those of you out there who think maybe the date will change, that only has happened when there's been inclement weather. Other than that, the game must go on. Maisha Deitch, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. So, here we go again. I think it's the fourth year. Is it the fourth time around? For... might even be the sixth. The sixth already? Yeah. Sixth time that the NYPD and Hatzala are playing a softball game. Why do they do it? Why do these two beloved organizations that help our community like crazy on a daily basis, both the NYPD and Hatzala, why do they get together to play a softball game every summer? Because usually when Hatzala and NYPD have to cooperate, there's a lot of tension, lives are on the line, and here it's a great night out, a relaxed night out, and it shows how much these guys, the Hatzala members, the NYPD, really are together. There's Achtus and it really shows their cooperation. Yeah, there's no question that they're involved in a lot of very difficult situations, to say the least. Unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately is right. And uh, our community is a very large one, and we have our, our share of difficult situations. They come out that night, and I've, I've told you, and, uh, and you know this, that we try our best to uh, either uh, uh, broadcast or webcast from the game and paint a picture of that achdus, of that unity. And it really is a very fun Nice together evening, everyone. You know, in the spirit of good play and good sportsmanship, uh, you know, because everybody wants to win. Bottom line, <laughs> and if you think they don't want to win, <laughs> if you watch them, you see they both want. To, you want to know a funny thing, by the way. Two years ago, Hatzala won the game. I don't know if you were there. Hatzala won the game. Two Hatzala years won the game right. two years ago. They yeah. won the game two years ago, or, or three years ago. I don't know if it was three or two. I think it was two. It was two. So they won the game. Two. When when that when that final pitch was thrown. 
and they won the game. I turned to the person next to me and said, I guarantee you there is no way the cops will let them win next year. <laughs> and they brought in every heavy hitter they have in the department to make sure that there's no way they would win the next year. So it's a big rivalry already. It might have to last a lifetime. <laughs> that one, that solo win. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. You can say that again. All right. Uh, it is July 2nd. Right. It's a it Tuesday. Be- it begins 6 p.m. Summer 6 p.m., correct. And you do that because cause it used to start later. You're doing it because, again, you want to attract the groups and make sure that everybody has a chance to get there with their day camps and groups and enjoy the game, right? One of the most important groups that we want to come to the game and to show the Achdus is the children. Right. That it's important for the children to see the great Achdus between New York Police Department and Hatzala. And it's just a fun night out that's just really, really... Uh, beautiful. The ballpark is on the water. It's a great oh, trip out. It is an amazing scene. It really is incredible. And everybody, you'll have a good time, no matter what. There's always kosher food, of course, and uh, uh, plenty of opportunity to just run around and have a good time. Now, we should point out that you, Moshe Deitch, are not a member of the NYPD. You are not a member of Hatzala. And as far as I know, you're not a ball player in the game. Am I right? Maybe many years ago I might have been, not this year. But yet, you have taken on the role as coordinator, and that is a statement in and of itself, that somebody who's not even, on a daily basis, part of these organizations, felt the need to help put this thing together. It is a very, it is the important causes that we are supporting here in this game are so chashev. I remember a time when Hatzalah didn't exist. Right. And... We now all take Hatzala for granted. Oh, yeah. You know, Nachum, I had to get up very early to be here in the studio this early in the morning. Hatzala guys do this every single night. They're up all night. All night. And they're there for us. Right. And we need to be there for them to help them out and to show how much we really appreciate what they do. They're there while we're sleeping. Chatzva something happens. 100%. And, they, uh, and, and the proceeds of the game actually help a fund that helps Hatzala uh, members, NYPD families. I mean, it, uh, money's distributed in a very nice way. It's a special fund that is called the Chevra Gemach that helps Hatzala members when they need it. Because this gemach is able to give out loans, which Hatzalah members are able to take out and pay back over time to help them through tough financial situations. And it's a very, very hush of a tzedakah. The NYPD fund goes to uh, widows and orphans of officers that have been, uh, Nebuch, unfortunately, slain, and they support them until these kids are self-sufficient. Yeah, it's a win-win situation, to use the uh, sports reference, and everybody out there has a chance to participate. All right, now, aside from donations and sponsorships, which I'm sure are always welcome, because you do put together a big list of sponsors for the event, right? We have amassed a who's who in New York business uh to help us sponsor the event. Some of the companies sponsoring, just off the top of my head, Century 21 department stores, right. Models, right. um, you know, Blue Cross is sponsoring, some of the major healthcare institutions, Maimonides, New York Community, uh, Lutheran, uh, Etc. Also, one of the, we have a lot of giveaways going on at the game to make it a really fun evening. Right. It, it, there's constant action. All the kids are not just watching a game. They are constantly having a chance to win stuff, get stuff. It's really a lot of fun in that way. This year, we're going to be giving out a mystery giveaway, which everybody <laughs> is going to ha- be able to have. There's going to be T-shirts. And also, 
uh, Luna Park, which is the amusement park in Coney Island, right. is going to donate a hundred vouchers, which will be available for which is each one is about a thirty dollar value sure. to be able to play at Luna Park. So I'd like to urge everyone to come out and show the Achdus of Klal Yisrael uh, with the Hatzalah guys and with the NYPD. Everybody leaves a winner, but you have a chance to leave an even bigger winner. An even bigger because winner. Because of right. all that stuff available. Maisha Deitch is here. The game NYPD versus Hatzalah happens at MCU Park in Brooklyn on July the 2nd. Uh, we hope to be there webcasting, and uh, even though our regular play-by-play man may be away, we'll make sure to provide <laughs> a very high quality. It's been a very sensitive topic here, Moshe. I told you. <laughs> the second this, this date is pled, I have to know immediately so we can make sure to clear our top brass schedule. I'm sure uh, you'll do great. A hundred percent. We'll have qualified people taking care of the game without a doubt. Um, uh, there was something else I wanted to mention. The, the, you have always, in past years, and I'm sure this year is no exception, you've encouraged the day camps, groups, uh, even to a degree, some overnight camps, if they may be close enough and are taking a trip into New York City, to buy tickets, group tickets, and bring the kids and enjoy the game. This year, again, no exception. I'm sure you want to. There was one year I remember it was tremendous how many thousands of kids were there just from the you know the uh, the day camp industry, so to speak. So we're opening that up to the day camps right now. Have you already been in contact with them? I have been in contact with many of the day camps in the New York area. And if you're a day camp out there that I haven't had a chance to contact yet, please feel free to call the hotline for the game. The game, by the way, is known as the Home Run Heroes. Right. And the number is 347-526-2806. I've spoken to many day camps already, and I hope that many more will call us. That is also the hotline to buy tickets. For the general public. For the general public as well. And the group rates obviously do apply, right? They, the they, they will save for, some money. Yes, the day camps uh, get it at uh, a much more discounted price. It's right. $5 a ticket for the day camps. Right. And within the next week or so, they're going to be tickets available at all the regular ticket purchasing places in uh, Brooklyn. All right, so there you have it, folks. 347 526 Home Run Heroes game takes place July 2nd, that Tuesday night. In Brooklyn, New York, at MCU Park. Again, 347-526-2806. If you are a coordinator for a day camp, a shul, an organization, a men's club, a sisterhood, anybody out there who wants to get involved, just take a great night out to support a wonderful cause because the two funds we mentioned are supported by this game of NYPD versus Hatsala. Uh, call that number, make the arrangements, get the tickets, and get ready to enjoy. And uh, we admit, all of us admit, it's early this year, right? We always want the game to be in the three weeks. The three weeks happens to be very early, so if people want to hop aboard, now's the time, because the game is just a couple of weeks away. Exactly. It's just the way the calendar comes yeah. out this year. It's really at the very start. But can you imagine this game is taking place before the 4th of July? It's the very, very beginning of the summer. Uh, just as we get into, right after Shavasar Batamas, we get into the summer season, so make sure to take care of this ASAP. We have tickets that we'd like to give away to our listeners. Uh, if, with your permission, because I was told the number of tickets we have, I'd like to make it a six-pack of tickets. May I do that? Of course. I'd like to make it a six-pack of tickets, as is our tradition. Uh, anyone out there who um, would like to uh, go to the game on July 2nd and make sure that you could travel along with at least... Five other uh, friends and family members. Uh, we ask you to call now. Be call number 10 at 201-209-9368. 201-209-9368. Caller 10 will be the winner. 
and you'll be heading to MCU Park on the night of July 2nd to enjoy the NYPD versus Hatzala. Maisha Deitch is here. More coming up right here at JM in the AM.
time with uh, Yehuda Green. Official name of that selection is Ruach, off the Yearning CD here at JMM. Twelve minutes before eight o'clock. Well, if our listeners are any indication, there are a lot of folks who want to be at MCU Park on the night of July second, that Tuesday evening. The NYPD and Hatzala go head to head in a softball battle that we call Home Run Heroes to support amazing causes, including the incredible fund that helps Hatzala members. Maisha Deitch is in our studio. He is coordinating that night. There are, we mentioned free tickets, which we'll do again before we finish this conversation. That'll be coming up. Uh, we mentioned day camps. Uh, can call 347-526-2806 because there are great group rates and it's a wonderful way to get. And by the way, for day camps also, they're always looking for three weeks programming. This is a, of course. Like, yeah, this is a good idea. And that's why we make it at six o'clock. Right. Because they should be able to come. And wrap up the day for Wrap them. up the evening right. and have it, uh, many of the day camps use it as one of their major evening trips. That's right. how good a time we have. Oh, it is a fun time. When the weather's great and, uh, last year after the big washout, the second time around the weather was great. Uh, it really is a fantastic This time movie. the weather will be great the first time. You think so? I'm sure. That's your prediction? And, uh, you know, it's hard to predict weather in this area, as we know. <laughs> uh, and finally, um, and maybe most importantly, anybody out there who wants to join that list of sponsors and uh, companies that are uh, backing the event, etc., you want to hear from them. Same phone number, right? Same phone number. That's our Home Run Heroes hotline. 347-526-2806. It is not too late to become a sponsor. And by the way, I know the way things work uh, at the game. If someone wants to join in one of those giveaways, be a sponsor and actually, you know, get an item to uh, to each of the people who, uh, each person who walks into the stadium and, uh, you know, have a, have a bunch of folks leave with their prizes, they could do that as well. Well, you have to understand something. The way we've done this game this year is different than in the past. What we're doing is, in addition to tzedakah, and being part of this great event, the sponsors also have an advertising opportunity here. That's why we are able to give them the access to all these people. They have giveaways. They can give out promotional material. We're going to have organizations, banks, and other organizations, other businesses with tables set up there to advertise their products. So if you're a potential sponsor out there, you have a captive audience of several thousand people out there. Correct, plus a scoreboard and other opportunities as well. Scoreboard is going to have rotating ads the whole game. Um, Two good causes together same night nypd hatsala thank god everyone's uh, you'll see it on the field folks thank god everyone's getting along very well baruch hashem it'll the be, it'll be obvious trem- the actus is tremendous it'll be obvious when you see the players and their families on both sides of the field and as we say may the best team win <laughs> or that's my way of saying i don't know if hatsala has a chance <laughs> <laughs> all's, all's fair and it doesn't matter who wins it's how you play the game who pitched last year i forgot already one of the Hatzala coordinators, I believe. I believe the pitcher last year was uh, Reb Moshe Williger. It was Moshe Williger. And I believe is he pitching go- again? I believe he's going to pitch again, and I believe he's going to give Matt Harvey a run for his money. <laughs> Moshe Williger is not the reason that Hatzala sometimes comes out of the lose again. He is a good pitcher, and he only gives up a couple of runs a game at the most. Moshe Williger is a wonderful pitcher and a person who is kulay chesed. <laughs> also, he's but but. Even someone who's cool Chesed sometimes needs run support. <laughs> so we got to get out there and pound that softball. We're going to hit them where they ain't. I hope so. <laughs> We're going to hit them where they ain't. <laughs> All right, Meister Deitch, I thank you. Let's do one more contest as we wrap up. Uh, we'll ask uh, those who want a six-pack of tickets for the game for July 2nd to call now. Be calling number 5 at 201-209-9368, 201 201- 
Fifth caller gets six tickets for the Hatsala NYPD game on July 2nd. We'll see you at MCU Park. Uh, Maisha Deitch, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Rebecca. Phone number, hotline, not for free tickets, but to buy your tickets, to sponsor the event, and if you're a day camp and group, to get your group rate tickets. 347-526-2806. This is JM in the AM.
congratulate Michelle in Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania. Picked up that six-pack of tickets for the NYPD Hatsala game. Mazalto from all of us here at JM in the AM. Shema Yisrael off of the Shamayim CD entitled Hameir Laaretz. Yoel Sharabi before that. Congratulations to our winners today. Um, Michelle from Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania, and Rachel in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Each picked up uh, six packs of tickets for the NYPD Hatzala game coming up on uh, July the 2nd. 8 o'clock in the morning. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, W. MFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Reminder, tomorrow morning, Dr. Rich Roberts returns to JM in the AM. When he was here a few weeks back, his visit created quite an impact here among our listeners. He's back tomorrow for part two of our discussion. Should be very interesting. Tune in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow. Dr. Rich Roberts visits JM in the AM for the 
second time. Well, I mentioned last week a couple of times uh, a, a big mazel tov to our friends at Mayanote uh, High School in Teaneck, New Jersey, and the reason uh, was the reason was and the reason was for the news that we learned uh, from the Jewish Week uh, last week. It says here for the first time an all-girls school has taken first place in a national science competition for Jewish day school students. And a first-year teacher, Noam Weinberger, helped lead Mayanot Yeshiva High School for Girls to victory. The eight members of the Teaneck, New Jersey Schools team, which placed first in the U.S. division of the Gildor Family Projects and Inventions Competition, will travel with Weinberger to Israel next month to compete against several Israel schools. Mr. Noam Weinberger of Mayanot Yeshiva High School, welcome to JM in the AM. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Nice to speak. You're a first-year teacher already with this amazing accomplishment. I don't know where Mayanot found you, but they certainly uh, got a good find. What did you say? Um, I'm, I think I found a good find. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd pass on all the compliments to the students. I had a feeling you'd do that. Well, uh, they deserve it. Yeah, they certainly do. So, first of all, is this trip a reality? Are you going to be traveling with students to Israel for this? Uh, yeah, yeah. The All eight students, along with me and another chaperone, will be going to Israel at the end of June to compete in the final round of the competition. Pretty remarkable. And we read on the air the essence of the project, of the system that they created or... Or, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know, do we say created at this point, or is it, is it simply a, a theory or something on paper? What is it at this point, the project they worked on? Well, it's really both. They, they planned out, they designed a whole system theoretically on paper and wrote a couple of reports about it uh, for the competition, but then they also had to demonstrate the system, obviously not on a full scale since it's talking about trains and cars, right. but using a model train system uh, built a working model of uh, of the device to remove a car from the tracks to stop the train uh, all done autonomously. Okay, so the the concept is and remember I have very limited limited science acumen, but I'm going to try my best. The concept is that we want to prevent uh, uh crashes, uh accidents between trains and other types of vehicles, right? Yeah, yeah, specifically at intersections where cars might get stalled on the track. And ironically enough, and I'm sure you know this, we saw a major news story out of Maryland right around the time that, that this article came out about your team. Yes, yes, I forwarded an, an, uh, an article about that to my, to my class. I can imagine. And, and how would one prevent it? Because we, as lay people, would think that once there is a vehicle interfering with the path of a train, it's over. How, in fact, did your students maintain that this could be prevented? Uh, so our, our design was for several sensors built into the tracks to detect the train arriving and the car stalled on the tracks, and a computer to read those sensors. And if there's a car staying there and a train is coming, uh, the, there would be electromagnets that turn on and stop the train from moving forward. We put little metal panels on the train and built electromagnets. These electromagnets switch on, basically holding the train back. And simultaneously, the the car um, in, embedded in the tracks at the intersection are rubber rollers, mm-hmm. almost like a conveyor belt at, at airport security. Right. Uh, and that would roll the car off of the tracks. And once the car was moved to safety, the train, the electromagnets would shut off and the train would continue on. So those rollers would essentially have to be at every intersection everywhere, correct? Yeah, for this system to, if 
you wanted this system at right. every spot, uh, you would need to put in those rubber rollers. Right, but I, I, I guess city planners would know where it's more likely for a vehicle to drift onto the tracks. I suppose so. That wasn't part of no, our yeah. job. <laughs> I understand that. But I'm just saying, for those who think it's a big project, there are probably more likely intersections than others where this yeah, would yeah, be helpful. I so. <laughs> Noam Weinberger is with us live via telephone. He's the first-year teacher at Mayanote Yeshiva High School for Girls who uh, is escorting the team, the science team, as we'll now refer to them, uh, to Israel con- to continue on their track, if you will, if you'll excuse the pun, uh, in this uh, Gildor Family Projects and Inventions competition. The team, by the way, we should mention, Liat Clark, Sarah Hiller, Chaya Levin, Devorah Safran, Ahuva Schaefer, Tova Sklar, Sarah Weinberg, and Kira Palay. I hope I pronounced everybody's name correctly. Now, now, I know that certain things often work in model form, and then, you know, when they when they get to the inve- the real invention stage, they may work a little differently. Is there enough time in, in reality with big trains, big vehicles, and the real situation that you guys are trying to address to slow that train down or to get that, tra- that, that vehicle off of the tracks? Is there, in fact, enough time once those sensors pick it up? It's difficult to say, but I think there would be. We would maybe want to modify the system a little bit. We, For example, with a model train, it's easy to stop the train right. short. Right. Uh, with a real train, you can't do that both practically and for safety of the passengers. Uh, so perhaps in, in real life, we would have several electromagnets in a row that would slow down the train a little bit more rapidly. Uh, before stopping. So you really have two things going on at once. You want to control the speed of the train, while at the same time you want to address the vehicle that's in, that's ready to intercept the train. Yeah, the the rules of the competition had very strict guidelines as to what the system had to accomplish. So it had to do both of those. It had to stop the train, remove the car, and then allow the train to continue without any human intervention. All right, so the competition then, when it's first introduced to you, gives you a scenario, and then all these teams have to address that specific scenario? Yeah, each year it's a different uh, problem that usually focuses on some sort of societal problem. Right. Uh, I know in the past, uh, for example, last year there, they dealt with issues of birds congregating around airports and interfering with the airplanes taking off right. and landing. We know that could be a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, each year they have a different problem and a specific set of guidelines as to how it needs to be solved not in detail how the system should work, but what problems specifically need to be solved, and right. then each team designs their own idea. I know that uh, Mayanot's a great school, and you have wonderful students, and I know all those reasons, but all those notwithstanding, why did this team do so well in this area? What do you think took them through this semester that ended up you know, getting them, uh, getting them to be winners in all this? What did they bring to the table that was, uh, you know, that was so unique? Um, I think there were uh, a few factors. One was creativity. Uh, they really came up with great ideas, great ideas. I was very impressed by uh, by the the solutions that they developed. Um, another part is simply hard work. Uh, the entire team spent many, many hours in the school, especially as it got close to the competition. They really stayed in the school late. Uh, they came on Sundays, spent the whole day. They really put a lot of time in. Um, and and earned it, and I think what what the judges of the competition and what many people that were at the competition admired most about uh, our our team system was that it was relatively practical. Uh, many of the other other teams had very interesting, very creative, very cool solutions, 
but they weren't quite as practical. So you guys had the, uh, hey, this thing could really work uh, uh, factor for you. Yeah, that was, we heard that from several people that were just walking around the competition admiring different groups. Um, I would like to point out also that uh, at the competition, there's, in addition to first place, second place, and other uh, more specific awards, there's also a student's choice award where the teams all have a vote uh, as to which system they liked the most, and we also won that award. Oh, very nice. And for uh, those... So the students of other schools also, I think, saw the, the practicality and, and simple solution that we developed. Uh, for those wondering, by the way, it's 10th graders, right? These eight girls are 10th yes, graders. it's all 10th graders. So I'm sure folks are wondering about the age of the uh, competitors and of the winners. All right, so what happens now in Israel? How does this work? Well, the final competition is very similar to the semifinal competition. Uh, the the main challenge is uh, the main challenges are first of all fixing whatever we want to fix, right. improving whatever we want to improve, and there will be changes. Uh, yes, we we hope to make some some additions, some uh, small changes to improve things. You're going to change that roster before going to the World Series, I guess, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's always room to improve. Um, and uh, and then we also have to schlep it to Israel. So we have to be able to pack it up in suitcases to check in uh, on our flight. <laughs> and also we have to make sure that it all works on Israeli power. Right. We'll have to have adapters and, and oh my gosh, can you imagine plugging it in and <laughs> and things not working? We travel with a lot of electronic equipment, quite obviously. When we do shows in Israel, I can tell you sometimes you get some weird questions. I can imagine when they see the when they see the uh, the uh, equipment you're bringing through the X-ray machine, they may be wondering what's going on here. Yes, yes. Well, I'm sure the students will uh, will know what to answer. They'll, the they'll, all security guards. They'll question. they'll articulate exactly what's happening. Well, we say congratulations. Congratulations to Maya Note Yeshiva High School for Girls, and especially its 10th graders under the leadership of Noam Weinberger, their first-year science teacher. They are heading to Israel, and they have uh, uh, won first place in the U.S. division of the Gildor Family Projects and Inventions Competition with this uh, unique system that they created, a smart system to prevent train and vehicle collisions through the use of automated elements and electronic sensors. Uh, Mr. Weinberger, thank you so much for joining us. Continued success. You're off to an amazing start at Maya Note. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me on the show. A pleasure, and good luck to the girls. I'm sure science is fun for them. That's something I was never able to say, but there are a lot of kids in our community, thank God, for whom science is really fun, and uh, and they make it a labor of love. You heard about the time they put in, folks, the evenings, the Sundays, the tweaking, everything that went into achieving first place. Congratulations uh, to Mrs. Kahan, everybody at uh, Maya Note on the amazing victory. JM and the AM as we continue 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. Our representative of FD Now, whose dinner is tomorrow night, is going to be joining us. Uh, They continue to uh, do whatever they possibly can to help in the research uh, against a a very rare but a very uh, difficult disease, specifically in our community. We'll explain all that coming up right here at JM in the AM. Bye. 
Get back to the music here on a Wednesday morning program. Shira Malot was from Barrio here on a JM in the AM Wednesday morning broadcast. Dr. Rich Rubin joins us tomorrow. Don't forget, it'll be part two of my conversation with him coming up tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM. Yassi Zweig is going to be doing a Z-Report live lunch today. We have an amazing program uh, set for you at jmnam.org. And at 12 noon, the world premiere of a brand new single from English singer Shlomi Gertner entitled Hear My Prayer. Composed by Yitzi Wolner. Uh, premiere of music from the uh, Kalbach Afrofusion group, Zion 80, and some great new singles from Israel as well. Shlaimi Gertner is going to be calling in from England. You have an opportunity to hear him, plus more great uh, brand new music and constant information. All part of the Z Report live lunch coming up at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream here at jmandtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in. Yes, he's why always does an amazing job Wednesday with that program. Well, Dr. Barish Rubin is with us live via telephone. FD Now invites you to their 11th anniversary dinner, a David Z. Herman memorial honoring Justin Schwartz and Adam Weiss with a live performance by Kenny Vance and the Planetones. It's all happening tomorrow night at the Lawrence Yacht and Country Club starting at 6 p.m. with the reception and silent auctions and 7 p.m. with the dinner. 8.30 will be the concert. I was there last year. It is an unbelievable organization, an incredible cause, and uh, those of you out there who have not heard of it, pay careful attention to Dr. Rubin's words. You'll hear about the amazing work that he and his staff are doing, and um, we'll give you the information, phone number, uh, web address, etc., so that you'll be able to um, place your reservations for the dinner uh, tomorrow night. Dr. Barish Rubin, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Malcolm. Thank you. Thank as you, 100%, are you kidding? Uh, as as a, uh, obviously, there are many people in our audience who have never heard of FD and the FD Now uh, effort. First, explain to our audience uh, about this dreaded disease. This is a disease that is present in the Ashkenazic Jewish population. Uh, it has a carrier frequency which is similar to that of Tay-Sachs. It's a life-threatening progressive neurological disorder that affects children from birth. And essentially then, uh, once the symptoms start and the children are diagnosed, they are living a very difficult rest of their life, to say the least. Well, that used to be the case. And uh, thankfully, as a function of the efforts of a variety of individuals, individuals who have organized these annual dinners, individuals who have generated this organization, FD Now, we've actually been able to change the course of this disease so having gone, it is now have gone from being a fatal, what was used to be referred to as a fatal disorder, to one that is really rather manageable. And manageable to the point where one can live close to a normal life, would you say? Yes, we've definitely moved in that direction. And you saw last year, I'm sure, at the event that some of the young children are really almost symptom-free at this point. Which is unbelievable. So what was the big breakthrough? And I'm sure those who pay careful attention to Jewish genetic, genetic diseases are very curious. What was the big breakthrough, the big turning point? Well, in 2000, when we discovered the gene that was responsible for this disorder, we realized the gene had an unusual property in that it was able to produce a small amount of the needed G 
gene product despite the presence of the mutation that was present there. And what we said to ourselves, if it's producing a small amount, can we cause this gene to produce more of that gene product? And, in fact, over a period of time, we have developed various agents that are able to stimulate the body to produce more of that gene product so that these children are producing closer to normal levels of what is needed for them to survive normal lives. Unbelievable. Can this help, this research, with other Jewish genetic diseases? Well, the principles that we have established by accomplishing what it is that we have accomplished have enabled others to start using this approach to treat other genetic disorders. With success? And people are making uh, progress. Well, that's great. Dr. Barish Rubin with us live via telephone tomorrow night. FD Now has their annual uh, gala happening out in the five towns. Everyone's invited, and it is a uh, an amazing effort, which has really produced some incredible results. FD, by the way, familial dysautonomia, if you want to look it up, folks, especially those of you who are inclined and have uh, uh, spend time researching these types of things, you'll see it under familial dysautonomia. Uh, that is what they are uh, currently uh, and have always been working on. Uh, any breakthroughs recently? I know that, uh, thank God, you're able to uh, get to the point where uh, these children hopefully will be living very close to normal lives, if not completely normal, uh, very soon. Any uh, recent breakthroughs of note? Yes, uh, we actually are going to be announcing at the event something new that we've discovered that's helping the children. We just had an article published that demonstrates some new approaches to address the genetic deficit. And we recently, in collaboration with some physicians at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, have published a paper which establishes very carefully and very clearly the significant impact that the therapy that we have developed is having on these children. Is FD in the category of uh, diseases that uh, it, that can be, um, uh, what's the word, can be, um, uh, uh, when, before one is married, uh, they're able to find out through a different testing whether they're a good match uh, right. with, with their, is this in that category? Are we yes, able to? Yes, as a function of what we discovered in 2000, genetic testing has become available for this genetic disorder so that couples can be screened before they get married or before they have children to ensure that they do not have children with familial disorder. And if symptoms do start uh, in, in the cases that you've seen over all these years, uh, generally parents would know by when that there's a problem. Is this something that's evident at birth or before or something that takes a while? It's usually evident at birth. Uh, the first symptoms that are noted is that the child has an inability to suck, which is very unusual, and that's usually the sign that there is an issue. And thankfully, astute parents who have seen that have taken advantage of the new therapies, and some of the children have started on our therapies when they've just been a few days old, and they are doing incredibly well. Unbelievable. So within days of the child's birth, you you already could see a vast improvement. Yes, and if you'll join us again at the wonderful event this week, then I will introduce you to some of those children. Uh, who are now about how old? Oh, seven, eight, uh, nine. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. Uh, how did you get into this being the direction of your medical career? Very interesting. The the research that we did for many years focused on cancer immunology, and actually the head of the Darya Sharm organization approached me in 1999 and then again in 2000 to help him identify 
the genetic cause for familial dysautonomia. And we did it as a summer project thinking we'd go back to our original research. But when we realized that there was an ability to modulate the impact of this mutation, and unfortunately shortly after we discovered the mutation, the child with familial dysautonomia passed away, I really took it upon myself to try to reverse the course of this genetic disease. And uh, I have a very um, very good group of individuals that's headed up by Dr. Sylvia Anderson, who really, we have all dedicated our lives to this effort. And as you very well know, to get any research done, one requires funds. Right. And the FD Now organization and those individuals who have hosted each year this annual dinner have really made it their effort and their focus to enable us to accomplish what it is that we have accomplished. And that gives us an opportunity to remember David Herman of Blessed Memory and to laud your current honorees, Justin Schwartz and Adam Weiss, who will be recognized tomorrow night. Yeah, it's very interesting. I never met uh, David C. Herman. I have to tell you that I have met his his children. I have met his granddaughter, who has familial dysautonomia. Right. I don't know him, but the the tribute to him and what his memory is now accomplishing for so many young children around the world is absolutely amazing. He must have been an amazing, amazing individual. Well, tomorrow night, everyone's invited, and I encourage you to support the cause. I have been to this celebration. It is a very educational, which is a great component, and it's very entertaining. Uh, FD Now invites you to their 11th anniversary dinner, and I thank our friend, Mr. Jay Mostel, who was the first person to ever alert me to this amazing uh, cause. The David Z. Herman Memorial will honor Justin Schwartz and Adam Weiss with a live performance by Kenny Vance and the Planetones. Tomorrow night at the Lawrence Yacht and Country Club at 6 o'clock, the reception and silent, silent auction begins. At 7 p.m., a dinner program, raffle prizes, and more. The concert will start at 8.30 p.m. It's a strictly kosher event. Everyone is, enti- is uh, encouraged to attend, and if you can't attend, go to the website right now and send in a donation, fdnow.org. It's very simple, FD, familial dysonomia, fdnow.org for information about the event. And as you said, Dr. Rubin, for those who are wondering what is happening today and what your focus will be over the next year, likely they will find out in your presentation tomorrow night. That is correct. <laughs> Good luck, Dr. Rubin. It's amazing. to uh, You're a real hero. You have changed so many children's lives and done so much for so many families, all because of this direction you've taken with your research. So, Kalakavod, enjoy the night tomorrow night. Thank you very much, Malcolm, and thank you for taking the time to alert the people to this wonderful event. A hundred percent. FDNow.org. You can get the dinner invitation there for tomorrow night, and obviously you can support the cause and read up about it and see what Dr. Rubin and his staff have been doing over the last few years. And as you heard, it's unbelievable, folks. Uh, Situations which would have been hopeless years ago have turned into almost completely normal situations for these kids, some of them within days after they were born. Unbelievable. FDNow.org. That's familial dysautonomia. FDNow.org. The event tomorrow night, 28 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's Wednesday here. At JM and the AM, well, we said we're going to get back to the music, and in fact, we will. Just want to remind everybody that we do have some amazing programming all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org, including our live lunch. It's a Z-Report live lunch being done today, as you would suspect, by Yassi Zwag. Wednesdays at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream. He'll speak to Schleimi Gertner today. He'll feature some brand new music. He has a lot to do, and he will get to all of it. 
coming up. We'll get to more music coming up. And a reminder that Dr. Rich Roberts visits us tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Part two of our conversation with uh, Dr. Roberts. Part one was quite interesting. I have a feeling part two will be interesting as well. Also, I want to take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to the new Springville Jewish Center. This Sunday is the day that a dream that began at the very start of 5773 by Mr. Lenny Fishbaum and his family comes to reality. On Sunday, hopefully with good weather, because the last time around, well, I don't know. <laughs> it, it seems that the bad weather didn't put a damper on it last time, so I guess we don't have to put in a request for great weather. Uh, the Hachnasa Sefer Torah of the most recent donation of the Fishbaum family takes place this coming Sunday. Everyone in our audience is invited to come and dance and celebrate and join the New Springville Jewish Center, uh, Rabbi Siegel and his family, for the uh, amazing occasion. And we wish them a very special Mazel Tov. And anybody who sees a member of the Fishbaum family, uh, Lenny Fishbaum and his amazing family from Staten Island over the next few days, make sure to wish them a Mazel Tov. Sunday is going to be a very big day on Staten Island. JM in the AM with brand new music from Isaac Honig.
We had them in the studio on Monday morning. The Chevra, JM and the AM. Title track, The Chai, The Chevra. If you missed Monday's interview, check it out online. Archive section, jmtheam.org. Tomorrow, Dr. Rich Roberts joins us again online, or rather in studio, here at JM and the AM. Uh, Yossi's Weig, Z Report Live Lunch at 12 noon Eastern Time on the stream today. Let's see, who's this calling us now? <laughs> Ever notice that these uh, cell phones just keep on just keep on ringing? It's unbelievable, all over the place. Lots of communication out there. Speaking of communication, got a great communique minutes ago from Aaron Schechter and Adorama. First of all, he reminds us that June 23 is the day of the big street fair. Yeah, I'm told they're actually setting up a massive JM and the AM booth this year. Is that true? Just kidding. Uh, June 23rd is the is the big Adorama Street Fair on 18th Street in Manhattan. And uh, he reminds me that Stacy Siegel won the big TV prize last year in the raffle. Maybe we'll win again. Oh, not we. Maybe Stacy will win again. <laughs> uh, anyway, listen very carefully, please, to the next announcement, because every time we announce a giveaway on this radio program, a lot of folks head to their phones without realizing the specifics of what we're talking about. So I'm asking everybody, please, I need your cooperation. I'm asking everyone to listen very carefully to the conditions regarding this contest. And it's only conditions because of logistics. We just have no other way to handle this at this point. Later today, later today at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, the New York Yankees are playing a game. Uh, it's happening today at um, 1 o'clock. At 1 o'clock, the New York Yankees are home in Yankee Stadium. Okay? Don't call till you hear all the instructions. <laughs> so, today, the Yankees are, um, are at home at 1 o'clock. Our friends at Adorama have four tickets that they would love a JM in the AM listener to have for today's game. But these tickets are unemailable. Unemailable. These tickets, the only way one can get a hold of these tickets against the Cleveland Indians is if they physically walk into Adorama today, pick up the tickets on 18th Street of Manhattan, and then head uptown to Yankee Stadium. So if you are will, if you would like to take three friends or family members with you to today's game, courtesy of our friends at Adorama, and you can make it to Adorama at some point this morning to pick up those tickets on 18th Street in Manhattan and then head to Yankee Stadium, you are now officially eligible for this morning's contest. <laughs> because, as I mentioned earlier, the tickets are un-emailable. Whew. We'll take caller six. Why not? We'll take caller six at 201-209-9368. If you could do those two things, if you can go to Adorama this morning on 18th Street in Manhattan, and you can go to Yankee Stadium at 1 o'clock, you may call in right now. We'll take caller six at 201-209-9368. Goes without saying, massive thank you to our friends at Adorama for keeping our listeners very, very happy. One of our listeners pointed out to me that today is June 5th, the day that the Six-Day War started. Why not play something appropriate here at JM in the AM? 
היה אז בוקר היום השני למלחמה בירושלים. האופק החביר במזרח. היינו בעיצומו של הקרב על גבעת התחמושת. לחמנו שם מזה שלוש שעות. התנהל קרב עקשני, קטלני. הירדנים נלחמו בעקשנות. זה היה יעד מבוצר בצורה בלתי רגילה. בשלב מסוים של הלחימה נשארו לידי ארבעה חיילים בלבד. עלינו לשם בכוח של שתי פלוגות. לא ידעתי היכן האחרים כיוון שהקשר עם דודיק המ"פי ניתק כבר בתחילת הקרב. באותו רגע חשבתי שכולם נהרגו. ומרגמות מאה עשרים ואף אחד הבחורים על גבעת התחמושת עמוד השחר עוד לא קם חצי פלוגה שכבה בדם אך אנו כבר היינו שם בגבעת התחמושת. בין הגדרות והמוקשים השארנו רק את החופשים ורצו עבוד החופשים בגבעת התחמושת. באותו רגע נזרק רימון מבחוץ, בנס לא נפגענו חששתי שהירדנים יזרקו רימונים נוספים. מישהו היה צריך לעלות למעלה ולהשגיח. לא היה לי זמן לשאול מי מתנדב. שלחתי את איתן. איתן לא היסס לרגע. עלה למעלה והתחיל להפעיל את המקלעון. לפעמים היה עובר אותי, והייתי צריך לצעוק לו שיישאר בקו שלי. ככה עברנו איזה שלושים מטר. איתן היה מחפה מלמעלה, ואנחנו תיארנו את הבונקרים מבפנים. עד שנפגע בראשו ונפל פנימה. אל התעלות, אל הכוכים והמסילות ואל המוות בבחילות של גבעת התחמושת. ואיש שאלה לא שאל, מי שהלך ראשון נפל, צריך היה הרבה מזל. את הבונקר שלהם בבזוקה. הבזוקה עשתה כמה שריטות לבטון. החלטנו לנסות בחומר נפץ. חיכיתי מעליהם עד שחזר הבחור עם חומר הנפץ. הוא היה זורק לי חבילות חבילות, ואני הייתי מניח את החבילות אחת אחת בפתח הבונקר שלהם. להם הייתה שיטה. קודם זרקו רימון, אחר כך ירו צרור, אחר כך נחו. אז בין צרור לרימון הייתי ניגש לפתח הבונקר שלהם, 
ושם שם את חומר הנפץ. הפעלתי את חומר הנפץ והתרחקתי כמה שיכולתי. היו לי ארבעה מטר לתמרן, כי גם מאחוריי היו ליגיונרים. אני לא יודע למה קיבלתי צל"ש, בסך הכל רציתי להגיע הביתה בשלום. Gibat HaTachmoshet, it is the, uh, it's June 5th, anniversary of the Six-Day War, unbelievable. I thank the listener who pointed that out to us here this morning at JM in the AM. Well, congratulations, do we have our uh, Take Me Out to the Bowl game? Do we have it anywhere in, uh... <laughs> we've been doing this a lot this morning with all the baseball talk. A big thank you to our friends at Adorama. The um, winner of our tickets for the four tickets to the uh, Yankee game today against Cleveland is Yitzchak from Far Rockaway. He'll be heading to Adorama to pick up those ducats and then heading up to Yankee Stadium to enjoy the game. And we say thank you to Adorama. And they remind everybody that on June 23rd, they hope to see you on West 18th Street in New York City at their big street fair. Ten minutes before 9 o'clock, Wednesday, JM in the AM. Tomorrow, Rich Roberts joins us here, Dr. Rich Roberts, for Part 2 of our uh, discussion uh, that will continue from a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, again, a reminder, Z-Report Live Lunch with Yossi Zweig coming up. Don't forget our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Also, don't forget that we have a brand-new Android app and a brand-new iPhone app. If you search Nachum Siegel Network in either your Android or your iPhone app stores, you will find it. It's free. Install it and enjoy, based on the feeling that we got at the parade on Sunday, Hundreds have already installed it. So uh, check it out and uh, enjoy. It's brand new, and it is great. Sholi next at JM in the AM. <laughs> Tim Ukol Hashemani
Sholi, Sheer Urinanim. We'll wrap things up with Yaakov Shweki, brand new from Live in Nokia on a JM in the AM Wednesday. To the best soldiers in the world.
Of Shweki with that amazing selection, Sheer Mishaberach for the Chayalim. Achena Bishal Nachli Mechemer, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. There we go. All right, uh, Yassi's Y, get 12 noon Eastern time on the stream, jmtheam.org with a live lunch. Want to wish a mazel tov to Esti and Yanki Fried and Yehuda and Devorah Kaplan on the engagement of their children. Hadassah of Highland Park, Yosef Kaplan of Passaic. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Dr. Rich Roberts joins us tomorrow for part two of our discussion on the air. Make sure to join us for that. It's a big Thursday tomorrow, as Thursday always is, so make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.